Welcome to the Mill Housing Nation podcast, where we are having real conversations that matter for wherever the military has taken you. We're bringing you stories from real military spouses who not only understand the challenges, they are also harnessing the opportunities to build lives they can love. From new spouses to veteran spouses, you'll get tips, tricks, and actionable steps that will help you along your military life journey. Now here's Ashley Peebles. Welcome everyone. This is Ashley Peebles, and we are so thankful that you've joined us today on the Mill Housing Nation podcast, where we dive into the uniqueness of the military family journey by helping you build a life, a community, and a home you love when you're not in control of where you will call home next. Today on our episode, we're going to dive into spring break planning when your spouse is deployed. (laughs) That definitely throws a wrench into everything. You know, as soon as your spouse leaves, everything hits the fan. Everything breaks. Things that used to take very minimal effort seem to take a whole lot of effort. And there's so much more planning involved. So whether you are the spouse that is, is left behind, maybe you work or maybe you work from home. Either way, this is going to take some thinking about, and it's going to take some planning to get it right. You know, it's so much easier when your spouse is at home just to load everybody up in the car and go do whatever you want or jump on a plane and do whatever you want. But it's not as easy when you're solo parenting, you know? So when you think of spring break, you think of fun, you think of parties, you think of beaches, you think of living it up. But when your spouse is deployed, the reality of that is the kids are at home the whole time, and they don't have school to go to. There's no break for you as a parent. And if there's no break in order to send your kids to school, then if you are a parent that still works, you're not going to get a whole lot of work done, right? So let's dive into some of the things that you can do. If you do work and you cannot take off, there are services out there that can help you with childcare during spring break. I also know from personal experience that if you are stationed overseas and you are nowhere near your family, there are other families that are in the exact same position that have older kids and you guys can lean on each other. So think about that. If you can't take off work and you're not going to be able to do anything special during spring break out of town, then hook up with a family that's also in the same position that has older kids, throw a little bit of money toward that teenager and give your kids somewhere to go during the day. But in the evening, It is going to be a little bit more exhausting on your part. In the evening, we need to do some special things for the kids, right? All right. So then let's talk about maybe you, maybe you work from home or maybe you work and you have accrued enough time that you can take off. Maybe you got a bonus this year. Maybe things have been going great and you've got enough money put aside in savings that you can do something special. So we want to talk about all of that today and really just give you some of the best tips and tricks that we've pulled from our community that we've pulled from online, just to give you some ideas to try to think outside the box and maybe make this a little less stressful for you while you're planning. So the first tip is try to stay small and local. I read that online and I love the term small and local. So let's go over some things that you can do when you're thinking small and local. So when you're thinking of going to the beach, you think of loading the kids up in the car and you've got 10 hour drive and everyone's begging to go to the bathroom and they're like, are we there yet? Are we there yet? That sounds like misery on a plate. So let's avoid that if at all possible. But some things that you can do if you stay local, think about getting a local hotel. 
you know, just a hotel in your local area, your kids will flip if you can find a hotel that has a pool and has a free breakfast the next morning. If you load up, you pack their bags, just like you're going on a fancy vacation, take them to the hotel, the kids will have a blast. You can even sit on the side of the pool if you want and play on your phone, but the kids will love it. And for probably 100, 120 bucks, you can get a pretty nice hotel and just live it up with the kids. You know, there's another, another side of this staying small and local, and that's our second tip, and that's a staycation. So whether you stay in your house or whether you go to a hotel and live it up for a night, there's so many different things that you can do. So here are some of our community's best tips. Go on a picnic, go on a bike ride, take your kids bowling, go to Top Golf, go to the zoo. If you're going anywhere that requires tickets, make sure that you check in with your ITT office at your local base to be able to save yourself some money. But even if it just involves putting on some music, cranking it up to a 10, and then dancing in the kitchen, your kids are always going to remember those moments. Think blanket forts and movies, right? All of the things that really matter to your kids. Every Obviously, we all want to go to Disney. That sounds miserable with only one parent. You know, I've, I've often told my friends and family that when my husband Daniel is home, we only have two kids. So I know some of you have like 10 out there. So this is not going to apply to you. But we have two kids. So when he's home, we've gotten really good at playing man-to-man defense. But when he deploys, I have to learn to play zone really quick. And I don't want to play zone at Disney with little kids, right? So a lot of the things that we did when my kids were little and and my husband was gone, they revolved around our home, but it revolved around getting outside of our normal routine. You know, we had breakfast for dinner one night. Another night, I told them that they could stay up as late as they wanted, and we would stay up and watch movies all night. What's beautiful about that is they feel intense and incredible freedom, but they always fall asleep. (laughs) So it was perfect. We made blanket forts in the living room. We laid underneath it, and we watched movies. You know, we cranked the the radio up. We danced in the kitchen while we made cookies. We just did things that were a little bit out of the ordinary. So that leads us to our next tip. Write down and go through a bucket list with your kids. And you can totally temper this list to make sure that it's affordable and something that you can do, or you can let their imaginations run wild for, you know, their top five. But then have them make a bucket list of things that they want to do that's local things that they want to do that are in the home. Once you create that, I think you'll start seeing that some of the things that your kids actually want to do are totally affordable and are things that you can actually do on a budget. All right, so the another element of the bucket list is what if you plan a yes day for each of your kids during spring break? So a yes day is typically a day to where I would say, hey, Charlie, that's my daughter. Hey, Charlie, anything you want to do today, it's a yes within reason. So there's a little caveat (laughs) next to it. We're probably not going to fly to Paris, right? But you can do anything within reason. Here is a way that we have found to take the yes day and tweak it a little bit to make it affordable. We tell each of the kids that they get a yes day, but it's a yes for a food, a yes for an activity, and a yes for a movie that night. So they can choose anywhere they want to go eat that day. Anything they want to do, whether I like, you know, like earlier, bowling, top golf, a picnic, a bike ride, going to a museum, going to the zoo, and then they get to choose the movie that evening. If you take the yes day and you put it into smaller terms, you can make certain that you're not going into the poorhouse 
by trying to have a really incredible spring break. And that leads me to my next thing that I wanted to talk about is you don't have to do it big price-wise to do it big memory-wise. You know, let the kids get loud, be busy, be exhausted, but just make memories. That is what really it's all about, right? That's what spring break is really all about. So ask the kids at the beginning of the week, if you could do anything this week in town, if you could do anything this week within reason, what would it be? At the end of this week, when you look back, what is something that you really want to say that you got to do? Have those conversations. And I think you'll find that you're probably dreaming a whole lot bigger than your kids are, right? All right, the next tip. This is something that came from one of our readers, one of our listeners at the Mill Housing Network. And they just said, whatever you do, get outside at least one time every day. And I thought that was so easy and so simple and so free, right? So let's see, you've got five days during this spring break. If you go on a bike ride one day, you have a picnic one day. If you live near the water, go down by the water one day, look for shells, look for shark's teeth. If you live in the mountains, go for a hike. There are so many things that you can do outside that won't cost you a whole lot, but are big, big payoffs in the memory department. All right. And here's one that I wanted to mention just in case you do have a budget set aside and you are ready for some serious adventure. When we were stationed in England, my husband was deployed, but so was one of my best friend's husbands. So we decided to do a play date vacay and it was awesome. It was two moms, all our kids, and we hit the road, right? I have seen so many of these playdate vacays make memories that last a lifetime. So whether you get in the car with your bestie, her kids, your kids, and you head to the beach and you split a hotel room or split a condo, or better yet, why don't you take that budget, put it towards a super cheap cruise right now because they don't cost a whole lot right now. As a matter of fact, there's a website called vacationstogo.com. They have a 90-day ticker on their website and they have military discounts. So Book one of those, you know, four-day, three-night cruises with your best friend and her kids and your kids. Get on the boat with your bestie, throw the kids in kids club, and everyone has a vacation that they can remember the rest of their life. I love a cruise because it's controlled spending. There's always a kids club. The kids feel like they are having the time of their life. And all the while, I'm almost having my own time of my life with my solo vacation. So think outside the box when it comes to pairing up with different families, with your friends, going to different spots around town. Try Googling best things to do in your hometown. What's so funny is in all the places that we've been stationed and all the places that we've lived, there's something that we've never done everywhere, no matter how long we've lived there. You know, when we were stationed in Florida, we actually didn't really go to the beach that often. So my husband deployed one year. And for that spring break, we went to the beach every day. It was free. I remember renting a YOLO board one day, letting the kids paddle around out in the Gulf. It was incredible, but it was something that we didn't do on a normal basis. So keep in mind, this day and age, this year, the past two years, you're going to have to keep in mind the vaccination requirements. If you're going to go on a cruise, if you're going to travel out of the country, if you're going to go to a big city that you haven't been to since before COVID, make sure that you check the vaccination requirements. Make sure that you've got everything you need in order to not show up somewhere and you know be declined entry. One of my best friends that lives in Georgia bought tickets for her son to go see one of his favorite performers 
and they got to the door and they had to have a negative COVID test and they weren't allowed in. It was one of the most heartbreaking scenes that I've ever watched play out. And it was terrible for them. Now, great news. She decided that she was going to do it up big later down the line. And she ended up buying them flights. They went to a much bigger city. They had their negative COVID test and he was able to see those performers. But I don't want anyone's spring break to be ruined because they didn't remember about vaccination requirements. So don't forget those. No matter what it is that you do this year, just make sure that at the top of the list is making memories. Let it be loud. You know you're going to be exhausted by the end of the week. Let the kids run amok. I was watching a show the other night where they were talking about their kids running around at all hours of the night with the dog. Let it happen. You know, you only get so many spring breaks with your kids at home. So just make sure that you're making memories, that you're having fun, and that you're not overly stressing yourself in order to make something happen that your kids don't really care that much about. Make sure that you're not putting extra money on a credit card that you don't have to when your kids really just want to go have a picnic with you. So I hope that this has helped. I hope that you guys have the greatest spring break of your life in 2022. We are praying for all of those families who are separated this year and praying for all of our troops that are overseas in any capacity. Thank you all so much for being a part of the Mill Housing Nation community. We appreciate you. The Mill Housing Nation is where you always have a community, no matter where you're stationed. Have a wonderful week. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.